Well, last week we finished our eighth annual Securing at Your Place of Worship, our annual conference, and we had 128 people registered from 22 states. And if you attended the conference, you know that actually this was the first time we'd done it online. So I'm really blessed that so many different faith communities joined us. I just want to take a moment to share some of my reflections about the teaching and really update you on the direction of the conference. So if you miss the conference, the first thing I'll say is that there is going to be a full playback available. There is around eight hours, I think it's about eight and a half hours of video um, of all the presentations. The sessions were recorded and are available for playback. I'll tell you at the end how you can get access to those. But we had 11 presentations over two days. Uh, blessed to have two keynotes, one from Dr. James Densley, who is the co-founder of The Violence Project, and his organization with his co-partner, Gillian uh, Peterson, they've researched every mass shooting in America from 1966 to the, common, um, to the current day. And there are over also there's four things that all these mass shooters have in common and hearing his research is fascinating and he took us through those four things and um no surprises for us in a church but one of the big ones is that these mass shooters shooters have suffered from trauma and abuse so uh, he went into those four things and, and enlightened us about the trends that we're seeing in houses of worship uh, the keynote on the second day was Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman. Now, I've had the honour and privilege to interview him three times. Twice he's come on this podcast, the Worship Security Academy, and once he came on my podcast for Who I Became, where I get into people's backstories about how they became who they became. So it's an, always an honour to be in and around his presence, and he gave an incredible keynote on the second day. Um, but I was reflecting, what did I enjoy most about this conference? And doing it online, um, it was a bit unique, but there was so much conversation um, in the chat back and forth between people and talking about what they were getting out of the sessions and, and where they were located. And, and I, I've always known this because, because I call security ministry, but the community in and around security is is so strong. Uh, and I just love hearing the stories as to how things that I talk about and educate, how they really help drive other churches forward. So it really reminded me that even though the conference was online, community is still a big part of what we do here in, in safety ministry. So I just loved um, uh, being in and around so many different faith communities from so many different states. And I think some of my personal uh, takeaways, some things that I found super interesting during this um, conference. Uh, we had Jake Douglas, who is the founder of an organization called Church Finance Pros. Um, and I asked Jake to talk about um, financial risk and embezzlement because we get so much in House of Worship. If you get my weekly crime trends, from across the country, you'll see that embezzlement is occurring all the time. If you're not on my list, um, say um, crime trends below, and I'll make sure you get access to a copy of our weekly crime trends that we sent out. Um, but what was interesting to me from Jake's presentation is that he said one of the biggest issues we actually have 
in churches around financial controls is personal expenditure on church credit cards. And I see a lot of embezzlement, a lot of church treasurers dipping into funds that they shouldn't be. Um, but that was really interesting to me when he mentioned that credit cards are actually one of the top trends that you see in an, in relation to sort of theft and embezzlement. And he said it starts with just personal expense. Maybe I'm I'm charging something which perhaps is outside of the remit and maybe that $10, $15 gets approved and then I then make a bigger spend and a bigger spend. And he says that you can end up with someone spending thousands on a church credit card for unauthorized transactions. And if the church looks deeply, and he mentioned about itemized spending, if you look deeply into those credit card statements, obviously they'll always show that these people are spending things that you'd never expect them to spend at a church, household expense, um, you know, going out to restaurants and movies. And these embezzlers, they don't really hide what they're doing. It's just a question of, do we have the right financial controls? And so that really I found that really interesting um, during the conference. Uh, my personal attorney is uh, Ginny Cronin, and she's from an organization called Wagon Maker and Oberly. Um, and Ginny spoke about being crisis ready from a legal perspective. Uh, and there was various different facets that she covered, but one that was really interesting, and I've spoken about this before in webinars that I've done, was about making sure we have our public information officer. And if you're not familiar with that term, I'll quickly explain what that role is. Your public information officer is the person that stands in front of the press and might say that we've had pastoral sin and here's our response, or there's been a lost child, um, there's been a mass shooting or whatever the incident may be. Your, person, your um, press information officer is the person who's going to talk to the press and share the prepared statement. But here's the thing, uh, not all churches have prepared statements. Not all churches have really thought about, well, what does that communication look like in the moment? Because in the crisis, anything that we say can be held against us later. So it's really important that we think in advance, who are those people? Um, do they have the skills to stand in front of the press? What are those statements going to look like? Do we need an attorney to pre-approve them um, before someone stands up and make those statements? So something that I knew, um, but it was really, um, Ginny took it a lot deeper um, than what I would normally go. So that was a fantastic um, presentation. Uh, something that I've spoken quite a bit on, I think we've had two or three times this has been on the podcast. Uh, Gary Eastridge, I got to know Gary Eastridge for the start of this year. He came on the podcast and was um, he's from an organization called CCW Safe, and they have permit to carry memberships. Now, membership being the key word, a lot of people believe that permit to carry, there are insurance policies. Uh, that is a myth. These are memberships. Uh, and Gary took us through various different ways debunking myths about permit-to-carry memberships. Uh, one of the interesting things that he shared was that 
if you are acting as a third party doing a hired security, you might not be covered by your permit to carry membership. If you are a member of the church, a volunteer, an employee, and you're authorized to carry a firearm, that is in scope. However, if you have hired a third party to do um, security, so if you are giving your time, paid or otherwise, as a third party, you might not be covered under one of these permit to carry memberships. So uh, Gary uh, spoke about that and so many other things about debunking myths with permit to carry holders. A fascinating uh, conversation that Gary had. Um, and then, of course, we had Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman, um, who keynoted on the, the second day. And he spoke about, uh, you may have seen him talk about this, the opposite of hate being love. And he took us through his sheepdog method. And what I loved about him is that uh, I've heard him two or three times live. I've interviewed him, like I said, uh, twice on his podcast, once on my Who I Became podcast. He's a charismatic guy. You know, he's high energy. And I was wondering, what's he going to be like doing an online conference? And I can tell you, he did not disappoint. He still had his whiteboard. Uh, he still had his, was writing down. And he brought such a high energy. And it seems very simple, right? That the opposite of hate is being loved. But he, he takes you on such a journey around safety and security uh, and the history and uses so much scripture. It's a really impactful um just a, just an insightful way that he really summarizes how we can be the church, how us within safety and security can step in and, you know, we can find those individuals that are potentially suffering, that they're struggling, they've had trauma and crisis in their life, uh, and how just by love and giving hope, we can often displace their crime, we can often change their mindset. So an incredible keynote from him. So those were just some of my personal highlights to the conference. Like I said, we had 11 presentations over two days. I believe that uh, equates to around eight and a half hours of training material. Um, if you came to the conference, you have free access to those videos. But if you are watching this video or listening to the podcast and you are unable to come, well, you can still have access because we have a fantastic product called the Video Coach. Now, uh, Chris Maloney from Sheepdog Church Academy, he calls it the Netflix of church safety and security. And, and who am I to, to go against him? Because that's mostly true. We have somewhere between 70 to 80 hours of training material from presentations, discussions, webinars, and all the videos from this year's conference have gone inside our video library. So I'm pretty sure if we add it up now, we've, we've got over 80 hours of teaching material. So if what I've said has sparked your interest and you would like to watch the videos back for the conference and you didn't attend and register, uh, the best thing that you can do is click the link below Go to our video coach. Like I said, it's $99 for the year. You'll get all the conference videos plus the 70 
plus hours that's already in the library um, and you'll get immediate access to that. I'd really love for you to take a look at that product. It's one of the best products that I have is the WSA Video Coach. But I just wanted to jump in and give a quick overview of the conference. Thank you for everyone that came in um 2024 we're going to keep it online i think it was um it was a huge success if i can say that being a conference organizer um i love the discussions uh, and we're going to keep it online so it'll be sometime around september 2024 so look out for details of that but for now you stay safe you have a blessed day and i'll see you next time take care everybody